0: Welcome
1: to Arcade Audio.
2: I know I'd go from rags to riches if you would only. My pocket may be empty, I'd be a millionaire, my clothes may still be
1: torn and tattered. Alrighty, we ready?
3: Hello, welcome to this week's episode of Married with Movies. I'm one of your hosts, Samantha Mullet. Sitting next to me at the table is your other host, my beautiful husband, Chris Mullet.
1: I guess that means you are ready.
3: Yeah, I mean what I'm not gonna dilly dally.
1: After last week's episode and being so self-conscious about how we are sounding on this, I hate this because you're all
0: fucking over me. <laughs>
3: Stop hogging the mic.
0: Because it's like you're about to give each other a foot job. Ew. <laughs> the most intimate of all the jobs. That's
3: gross.
0: Hey, hey, I wouldn't al- do that
3: to my feet.
1: Allow <laughs> me. <laughs>
2: Allow you, what? allow you what
1: allow me to do an old classic Podswoggle swoggle segue <laughs> and speaking of i wouldn't
0: let you do that to my feet in new york is tope I uh, how raunchy what is this is 350 baby we're getting raunchy mm-hmm. um i don't think i've ever touched another person's foot like, like, a, 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 it like at all
2: like like, of course
0: Why would you guys believe that? Why would you believe that?
2: Well,
3: Tope, I don't know, man. Out of the three of us, I don't know about you. (laughs) Mulls licked a foot.
1: Yeah, but that was my friend Keaton. (laughs) It was a bet I lost. Make it better. I hate feet. That's the that's the thing. I just hate feet. Yep. Mm. Jillian
3: Jillian has this thing now where she just likes to stick her foot in his face. (laughs) Like if if he's tickling her or like ignoring her or something, she'll just like because she's also like poor, so she's uber flexible, right? So she'll just like stick her foot no in but his face it's, it's the way she does it. she
1: goes Snow my foot like she does it like really weird
3: <laughs> no it's sometimes like if he's like not playing that like he's pretending to be asleep or something she'll just stick her foot in his face and <laughs> it's the funniest thing ever
0: from uh from now on she'll be known as jillian the foot that would be her mob name i think <laughs> oh she I does, it. that doesn't
1: even crack the top 10 um <laughs> so as tope mentioned Happy three hundred and fifty episodes, Samantha. Yay! We are fast approaching our seven year anniversary on this podcast. Believe it or not, uh, I don't well, think
3: I've ever done anything for seven years that I've enjoyed.
1: Funny. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs>
0: two to uh, zero already.
1: <laughs> Keep fucking score. Oh, <laughs> all right. So three hundred fifty episodes. I'm up like nine thousand two hundred twelve to four. Congratulations.
3: Thank
2: you. <laughs>
1: Every 50 episodes on this podcast, which, if you're new here, uh, because you want to, you know, probably just listen to Tope,
2: oh, thanks,
1: in, instead of us, um, we talk about a random movie in our massive movie collection. And Tope is our first guest star in our big guest star series we're launching uh, at least for the next year, possibly beyond that.
3: Probably beyond probably that, to be, Let's beyond be that. honest, because we've got a lot coming up and not a lot of time to do it
1: exactly. So, uh, Yeah, so Tope joined us last week for uh, the traditional guest star uh, movie kind of scenario we're doing where we did, I love you, man. But uh, today's movie, Goodfellas, came up uh, the last time we were all around each other. We'll discuss why we're doing that movie specifically in just a moment. But the other reason why we're doing it is our normal 50-episode gimmick was we were doing the movie that we didn't own that was the highest rated on IMDb. That just got to be too difficult. We looked at movies that are like 40 bucks, and it's like, I don't want to buy this. $40 $40 movie. Like, I didn't own it for a
3: reason. I know, yeah. And I don't want to own it now. And I have weird I rules. Have
1: so, uh So from now on, what we're going to be doing is every 50 episodes we are going to be uh, watching the highest rated IMDb movie that neither one of us have ever seen, which the highest one just happened to be today's movie, Goodfellas. So we're going to get into that in just a second, because we need to, because there's a lot to discuss, because as I mentioned, it's the first time Samantha and I had ever seen this movie, To much to Tope's shock. But first... As customary, at the top, we always talk about what's going on in our personal lives and what what we're watching. Uh, For me, uh, nothing. I've been busy, uh, extremely busy. So besides watching wrestling, and and that's old wrestling, not current wrestling. God, I don't watch current wrestling.
3: Well, then we watch we watch uh, the non wrestling wrestling. Oh, I watch I watch
1: the A and E documentaries, the Vice documentaries. That's that's about it.
3: And Jillian is roll into them, so it's great.
1: Yeah. Uh, there's not much else going on. This past weekend we did an escape room and had a hey, little bit hey, of a date night. Hey, shut I'm up. still talking.
3: Shut up. I am watching things. I
1: I was gonna fucking it segue up. to you, you motherfucker. <laughs> That's so fun, isn't it? You skipping over me and ignoring me. No, I was getting ready to fucking give it to you. Now you have to wait. Tope, what'd you do this past
0: weekend? Oh, went to Austin and i'll leave it at that uh actually no i i watched uh (laughs) i watched like 10 minutes of little falkers
2: uh yes uh
0: uh so well with my sip of wine and watched an episode of uh spongebob um and I think that's all. The th- and then obviously the basshole games. But I think the only two things that actually, the only movie I actually watched was ten minutes of Little Fockers, the scene where Jessica Alba tries to. Uh, I have have not seen the movie. You don't 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 spoil it for me. Jessica Alba's in it, and that's all I'll say. <laughs> no, uh, uh, you ever seen the movie Idle Hands? Of course not. Wait, I've seen a scene with her in it. Yeah, she's like sixteen in that movie. I take it back. <laughs>
1: I believe she is legitimately 17 or 18 in that movie. So, depending on when you saw it, you might be a pervert. Um, yeah. Samantha.
3: I have actually watched something. Mm-hmm. I ha- I think I talked about it when I first started watching um, out The Outer Banks on Netflix. I finally finished the first season because the next season is coming out next month in July. So, all caught up on that. So, that's really great. I also uh, binge watch Big Sky, which is fantastic, great show, completely unexpected. Thoroughly enjoyed it. That next season should be coming out in the fall, so I'm very excited for that. And I'm currently watching The Queen's Gambit, which I'm really digging and I really want to play some chess. So, uh, but there's no chess sets anywhere because everybody watched The Queen's Gambit and everybody. We, we played play oh it your
1: mother your mother has a chess. I was like, we played chess not too long ago. Yeah, my mom has a chess yeah. so that Jillian likes to play when yeah. she's cook
3: the pieces. Well, because I hadn't watched the Queen's Gambit, but now I can win.
0: Do you not know play chess, Tope? Uh I to play chess. I want to say in I want the 11th grade for some reason. I checked out a book from our school's library about chess, and like I read like back to front. I got really fucking good at it and then just stopped.
1: You probably went Um, on a cold streak of poker for like a month, and you're like, let me try to
0: do something else.
3: (laughs) Do you know how to play backgammon?
0: I know it's like checkers, as in there are pieces like checkers, and that's about it.
3: Cool. (laughs) No one, except my mom, knows how to play backgammon. It's upsetting. I like
1: to play backgammon. We're in our 30s. Leave us the fuck alone. (laughs) 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 Well, give us time to learn backgammon. Um, in terms of movies, I thought by this point we would have been able to recap *In the Heights*, but mm. weekend was a little busy. Why? So...
2: Why didn't
3: we get a chance to watch it?
1: Well, because we were—we um, went on a date night, and we decided to watch the movies for the podcast instead. Uh, around the, when my mother is here, because I don't want to have to sit through *In the Heights* with my mother scoffing and making comments about it.
3: It's just about, it's just about Washington Heights.
1: I didn't want to ruin <laughs> my experience. Thank you. Now be careful, because she's more likely to, to listen to this episode than other ones, because she loves Toby.
0: She thinks he's so funny. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks! Oh, strap in, baby, because comedy's coming out.
3: <laughs> I he's going to say something completely different.
1: No, that's what he calls his penis, comedy. Yeah. Because um, <laughs> there's truth in it. So, today's. <laughs>
3: Like, like the truth serum
1: No, like Paul Pierce Um, (laughs) So, good fellas Today's episode, this is episode 350 Now, again, last week's episode We kind of went over the awkward timeline we're working with right now Full disclosure, we were recording this before we recorded episode 348, Lilo and Stitch Hmm. So, as it stands right now, this is the last box that I am reading and then Lilo so, and Stitch will be the last box that you are reading.
3: There better not be any alien news, I'm right? currently up. I'm currently up two, correct? No, you're only up one. I'm only
1: up one. Okay. I'm only up one. You're only at one. So you
3: better not fucking. So I will one read, there.
1: I will read this uh Goodfellas box triple feature. It's a it's a feature with uh two other Martin Scorsese movies, great, great ones, The Departed and The Aviator. And here we go. Action and stylish cinema that only Scorsese delivers. And that's it.
3: No, that's not right. That's it. That's the box. But no, no, because for the other box, you looked it up. I know. I I have it on my phone. You're such a (laughs) fucking I have it on
1: my phone. Ow! You hit me so hard. Uh, I got very excited though when I-, <laughs> so I was like, "Oh, beautiful!" But I'll be honest, and I'll fucking uh, yeah.
3: Unlike the first time, again when you cheated at a disadvantage, when you at cheated, a handicap because when you cheated the first. I'm doing it off
1: my phone. Like when how you, small this font is when you
3: cheated the first time.
1: The best mob movie ever, says Roger Ebert, Siskel and Ebert. I said that's a pretty good ringing endorsement. Get the fuck off me.
3: I want to make sure I'm close to the mic.
1: When Martin Scorsese, mm-hmm. one of the world's most skillful and respected directors, reunited with two-time Oscar winner Robert De Niro in Goodfellas, the result was one of the most powerful films of the year. Can This is so small. Can I just read? Thank you. <laughs> Based on the true life bestseller Wise Guy by Nicholas Pileggi, and backed by a dynamite. That's dynamic. Fuck. Dynamic pop rock oldie soundtrack, critics and filmgoers alike declared Goodfellas great. It was named 1990s Best Film by the New York, Los Angeles, and National Society of Film Critics. And it earned six Academy Award nominations, including Best Picture and Best Director. We're not going to need to do a fucking podcast after this one. (laughs) Robert De Niro received wide recognition for his performance as veteran criminal Jimmy the Gent Conway. And as the volatile Tommy DeVito, Joe Pesci walked off with the Best Supporting Actor Oscar. Academy Award nominee Lorraine Bracco, Ray Liotta, and Paul Sorvino also turned in electrifying performances. You have to see it to believe it. Then watch again. Goodfellas explores the criminal life like no other movie. Woo! All right, so we are tied. Oh, man. I'm
3: going to fuck up royally next
1: week. But that means I probably won. Uh, we agreed. Uh, Tope, I think we recorded I love you before you heard this um, If we are tied And we will go into Spelling Bee Sudden Death Where ah. uh, we will keep this going Until somebody finally messes up And the other person does not So, Oh I love that So uh, Tope, when was the f- uh, When was the first time you wanted to be a gangster No movie. Uh, <laughs> when did you see Goodfellas I have a guess because it should have been When I had seen Goodfellas But when did you see Goodfellas
0: I want to say I saw it in high school. Um, like, probably I probably
1: like your senior year, like when you're basically an adult.
0: Yeah, I want to say yeah, I think my senior year, because I had a friend named Sean who was a super like movie. Maybe the only person that even touches you guys with movies is him, but he could he like knew like fucking like bullshit French movies and fucking oh, I all that, that shit. Like he <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, people people that like French movies, not French people. <laughs> <So laughs> Clarify. Are both?
3: I hate French people.
1: Thanks, Samantha. Like, what's what, what's uh who's that director? Like something uh, Lean? Date? Well, David Lean was. Yeah, uh, yeah. And then I was talking about actual like French New Wave, like Truffaut
0: or Fellini or things like that. But oh yeah, he would want to watch. Like he would be like making like projects in like high school, trying to emulate like them. Like sure, but uh, also he's a famous like DP now, so. But uh, yeah, that's the first time I saw and I fucking loved it <laughs> and I've watched it since I've probably watched that movie maybe more than any other movie in my entire life.
1: So it is it, it does have a reputation as being one of the most re- most rewatchable movies of all time to the point where at full disclosure, I, and I think I referenced this on a recent episode that. Uh, one of my favorite movie podcasts, the Rewatchables on the Ringer Network, did this podcast as their first like podcast back, all three of them in the same room, like less than a month and a half ago. So I'm trying very hard. It was one of my favorite episodes ever. It was almost three hours <laughs> because they've just been putting this movie off so long because of how much they, they love it and respect it and have rewatched it. So I'm going to try to not reiterate too many of the points, but a lot of their points are correct in that this, yeah, this is... I've rewatched some of these scenes on YouTube after watching the movie. You were watching it just immediately, it just... I was yeah. I was specifically rewatching the Italian uh, like the get introduction intro, scene get
2: intro. just oh. because I
1: wanted to like power rank in my mind each individual person that you meet in that scene, and we'll get to there later on because I definitely want to do that. Um, so yeah, so this definitely lived up to the hype for me. Um, I, I it was just a blind spot like these movies happen. I, I think I was focused on The Godfather earlier like when I first started really getting into movies in high school. And the reason yeah. I remember it is because when Spike TV like became Spike TV they were like, man, 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 men's shit, men's shit. They, they would air The Godfather like the first weekend they like got the rights to Godfather they aired The Godfather for like 24 hours uncensored. Yeah, I just like set up my VCR because it was 2003. Um, it and, I, what? and I recorded over probably like uh, wilding on with brooke burke um
0: decision
1: yeah well because i was like well godfather's probably got some titties in it too not realizing it was like diane keaton uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no offense but um so no, uh, i'm fine for now so yeah so i was focused on the godfather and then like you start hearing especially in college because when you like the poster sales and like the internet start, is starting to become like a more prevalent thing and people are starting to talk and analyze about, you know, these pop culture movies, then it really became, you know, a thing that that people recognize as on par with and in some circles better than the Godfather. Yeah. Personally, I've only seen this once. I've seen the Godfather maybe like two, three, four times. I think the Godfather is a better overall movie, but it's fucking close. It's really close to me. Um, Have you seen The Godfather before? So you've never seen this before either. So you have no frame of reference. What did you think?
3: Well, I do have a frame of reference. I mean, I knew people like this. Like Hmm? the Hmm? Italian mob is very close to the Jewish mob and the Miami mob.
1: Why the fuck am I just not finding out about (laughs) this?
3: Your best friend is Italian as well. Harley
1: has family in the mob, uh, so I can say words later on in the podcast. I've gotten permission from no. Podfather Rich Camelucci <laughs> to, depending on context and tone, say certain words. I am allowed. Now. He's worried about you, Samantha. That's a that's a quote and a fact. Um, <laughs> and also, we just all can say we're half Italian, and it's fine. Uh, and that made me think of Tope being half Italian, and it really gave me some great daydreams.
0: I, I say this with all of my heart. Henry Hill makes Rich Camalucci (laughs) look like a cannoli with arms and legs. (laughs) I was gonna say looks like Wayne Brady because Henry Hill's Ah! Italian. That's an Italian motherfucker. Yeah, I'm sorry.
3: Uh, Yeah. So so yeah, I I mean I loved it. I got real emotional in in parts of it. Which parts? It's Robert De Niro, I've said it before on the show oh. that Robert De Niro reminds me of my grandfather. Right. And especially in this, because like the Jewish people
1: <laughs> not a the, movie to be reminded of. <laughs> the
2: Jewish people in the Italians
3: are really close. And I read something that said like Robert De Niro was super into making sure it was like super accurate. Oh, yeah. and everything, even down to like his outfits, and he made sure he had like a pinky ring that matched everything. And my grandfather would always wear a pinky ring. And so like and just like all of his mannerisms and stuff it just really
1: he was calling henry hill because by the time this movie had rolled out henry hill was out of witness protection because he had fucked up again yeah yeah. (laughs) um and was like calling him like at four or five o'clock and at night Mm -hmm. being like how would he say this what would he do here
3: right and like
1: with the ketchup and everything i thought that was really cool Uh, so i love ketchup nope i thought this movie
3: was (laughs) not what i expected it to be you know nobody it's supposed to be like it's like this amazing movie right it's not what i expected it to be it was really super enjoyable um i thought you you said it was like what how long two two
1: two hours and 26 minutes it's it
3: it did not feel long because i know you had said it's like a long movie it didn't feel like it
1: it moves so so fucking fast fast. I
3: really yeah, it does. And it moves really it's fast. It's a
1: like, whirlwind.
3: Super fast. If you're not paying attention and keeping up with it, uh, like you miss you miss key key things that I like they like circle back to and it's just like a short sure. very smart movie.
1: I don't as think well, I don't think it's
3: about gangster mob, you know.
1: It's Scorsese, who is probably right. our greatest living director.
3: Wow.
1: Um mm. Spielberg is
3: there james cameron i mean there's other did i say
1: director so he's our greatest living filmmaker let me like specify okay better yeah i think spielberg makes movies scorsese makes films that may sound like pretentious but i think that makes sense if you know what i'm getting at
0: it Uh, does but you're right
1: (laughs) uh I, i don't think anybody can watch this movie the first time and it be what they expect and that goes back to like in in the night in 1990 when this came out like people were like what the fuck is this like movies back then
3: weren't like this weren't
1: like this and this really set the tone for the next 30 some odd years of oh yeah we have gangsters you know where did where did where but did, they
2: so where did tarantino
1: get the idea for two gangsters just talking not gangster mm-hmm. shit killing time mm-hmm. goodfellas where did uh paul thomas anderson get the idea of doing like these long one-take shots throughout Mm -hmm. clubs and boogie nights goodfellas like there's so much where did uh where did i was was at tarantino again get the idea to just pour blood on people fucking goodfellas like
2: yeah i mean
3: it it, it does have so much influence the movie itself scorsese himself i mean look at the legacy that it created even in the last what 21 years
1: 31 31 years years? but and it's also famously one of the most snub like the one of the biggest snubs uh, Topic, when's the last time you see dances with wolves? Hey, man. Fifth exactly. grade.
0: Costner went all out. That's Costner, right? Yeah. Costner went all out of that movie, man. Pretending to be, <laughs> I was about to say a, a slur for no reason, a Native American. <laughs> Any
1: podcasts allowed? It's this one, okay? I just, that was kind of the Nero right there. Yeah. Um, but yeah, like, I'm, I'll call, just call Steve and I'll bring him <laughs> over and he'll do that. Steve's got the best Nero. But yeah, like the only thing this really wins is Pesci for a supporting actor. And it, it was granted a, a weak category, but he would win in
0: any way. He would win anyway. Yeah. I mean, it was um, insane. But and then the shortest Oscar, one of the shortest Oscar speeches of all time. I watched it while taking it.
1: So I watched it all taking a dub. No, he was like, it was my privilege. Thank you. That's yeah. it. I and mean, you know he's <laughs> Like, boom. But I'm not going to thank God and my family. Forget that. If I win an Oscar, you better think oh, if, I win, if I win an Oscar, they're going to have to peel me off the stage
3: i know you you're gonna think tope first and then
1: <coughs> me. oh maybe if, if depends <laughs> on how loud the band is um yeah so i mean let's just start getting into like scenes and what we like the best about it because there there's just so much
3: i mean well, i think going back to what you what we said earlier like the, the opening that italian intro like This is, and we've talked about this before, like exposition and how it can kill a movie.
1: Narration specifically.
3: This is, right, narration specifically. This is how you do it though. Like you're narrating it and you're showing it at the same time. That's like improv 101, right? Like don't tell us what happened. Like show us what happened. Mm -hmm. They do both and they do it so well because you get like, you see it. So like you, you see all of the goriness and everything, but then you also get like the feelings and you get, like the depth of mm-hmm. all of these people and you meet all the people and how quick it all happens. It like, is just really, really well done. That's how exposition should be done. Well,
1: so it's funny you mentioned improv because Scorsese like adheres to it on mm-hmm, set. Like mm-hmm. he specifically has like improv sessions prior to filming just to like get ideas out and that become on on paper so like the most famous scene in the movie is is do I amuse you do I look like a clown and that was something that P- pesci improvised prior to because it was based on a real experience that he had had and like you know you don't get that without like having that environment but you're right like normally narration in a movie you're just like,
2: you're like okay it's a, it's la- it's lazy
1: exposition and in this it's not it it's it's very pointed but again, to the point of, like, these things don't happen any, like, movies weren't made like this before. You just you see, yeah. you're dropped in the middle of the story. Mm-hmm. You see right. this heinous, vicious, violent act.
3: W- right to start. And
1: then a fucking freeze frame and mission statement of as long as I remember, I wanted to be a gangster. And then we're off. That's
0: it. Like, I, I remember watching this movie so many times, but I realized something as I watched it this time. This might be the greatest movie that's not about anything. <laughs> like, like, there's obviously like a plot to it, and it gets to it, and obviously the end of it, but like so much of the movie is just like here are these dudes being dudes. Here, this is what yeah. it's like to be a wise. So they're like, they don't really get into like the plot of the movie, which is basically the third act until halfway through the second part, the climax, basically. But yeah, there's a little bit of bread clum, a bread.
1: Ugh. Bread, thank God, bread clums I'm still saying clums Red <laughs> clums were not, not, not on the back of the box. Let's not do a Hansel and Gretel movie. Uh, I was going to nominate. <laughs> <laughs> where, uh, where they're talking about the 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 hey, hey. heist. What? I'm gonna go get the papers, get Red the papers. <laughs> Sorry not to spoil my favorite Italian guy, but I'm gonna go get the papers, get the papers. Um so they uh so they, they get into the the latanza heist L- the earlier, heist. like you know, kind of like in, basically in that after that introduction scene, and you don't really see it until until later on. But you're right. This this is just like a character study, and Uh, just a theme of gangster of just what being gangster is and the movie doesn't do what other gangster movies have done they make it seem glamorous to a certain extent but Scorsese is always good about holding that lifestyle accountable and making it at the end be you know the realization or the the realism of what happens I kind of have this as like a trilogy I'm going to leave Casino out because Casino I don't know just doesn't fit To me, the casino feels more like a a big budget movie than the other three. But Wolf of Wall Street, which people totally misconstrued, uh, 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 you know, just because of how fucking funny it is. And then The Irishman, which is like the culmination of all this. And The Irishman is like, well, this is what you have to live with at the end of it. Whereas this is more so, you're going to have to live with this, but you have to live with it this way. Whereas Irishman's like, your life is over. And you have to look at what you've what you've done. Um, which I don't know you haven't seen the Irishman. Did no. you see the Irishman Tope? No, I've not. Okay, was...
3: Tope hasn't watched a movie in five years. Um, He's he yeah, maybe... to watch a three-hour Netflix fucking movie. Three and a
2: half. Three hours. and a half three Netflix
3: movie. Tope doesn't have three and a half hours. You know how many times Tope works out during the day? He does not have enough time to watch a three and a half hour movie. Very
1: true. You should watch that. after watching
0: Goodfellas, you should watch The Irishman. I still gotta watch fucking Avatar. <laughs> you yeah, fell asleep
2: when the movie theater, <laughs> and it
0: was the best sleep I had. Fuck you, James Cameron, you hack. Topher uh, <laughs> coming out soon. Tope. get another
3: not, good night's
0: sleep. Not gonna watch that either. Uh, <laughs> since since we're uh, talking about scenes, I, I want to bring up, uh, have my notes. The basically the first scene with Tommy as an adult, and that's the scene where they're in the in the restaurant, right in that the clown yeah. line. Yeah. and i remember watching that and again i've seen this movie so many times but it's the first time i've like actually like quote unquote studied it and i'm like that is like on par with like the opening scene of dark knight for like this is how you build a fucking character in five minutes yep
1: and bastards with honda yes. like yes like the best villains have that moment and that moment is like he crushes it because he owns a room. You get to see Joe Pesci be Joe Pesci. Well,
3: yeah, and that, then that he charismatic, just charismatic. Right. And just, then he
1: just melts into this monster. Yeah. And it's like, well, and then he's right back to being, you know.
3: But but that's the beauty of it. And I think that like what you said, like how Scorsese glamorized this lifestyle, if mm-hmm. you will. Like I think that's the perfect the perfect way to portray it you know it's like like that's insane that 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 happened right yeah. like and he it just gets heightened further and further into the movie with all of the scenes that he has where he's like laughing ha ha your best a friend, psychopath. and then, and then yeah. it flips and then he goes back to me like oh what do you mean you know like it's so well done that you know he's a psychopath and you want to hate him because you know he's like the villain but
1: when, Look, he, you
3: can't because when, when he when he gets
1: whacked, you still feel you, sad. like, this guy's not in the movie anymore.
3: Right? You're like, oh my god, and he's supposed to get made, and he was the only one of them that could. Like, th-
1: who's his mother gonna cook four AM spaghetti for? Right. <laughs> right.
3: Like, I mean, and I think that we've talked about that before too. Like, just like these empathetic villains, and how it's so hard to do, and I think it's a well deserved Oscar. I mean, what are the other Joe Pesci movies that we've done on the show? Home Alone. He's a, he MVP I for mean, Home Alone, but he's like, an
1: LVP for Gone Fishing. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> we're not uh, there, we're not there yet. I think he's, I'm just saying, i just like, I think he's gonna get it, but we're not saying, there like, yet. He
3: won the Oscar, like like it, it was a weak year, but like deserved it. Like, oh no, he, it. yeah,
1: he would have won any any year. Uh, that really? scene is riveting for multiple reasons. Number one, again, improvise. Nobody else knew that was happening except him and Leota so watch everybody else's face in that scene they're just like what the fuck is going on like like, uh, the the guy that's uh, Nikki Eyes who's right behind Leota is just like he's kind of like looking around like did we fucking cut like what the fuck is this and it's like riveting yeah the other thing is as good as he is in that scene like Leota is like on another plane as well because Leota's laugh is like one of the craziest things I've ever seen in my entire life
3: insane (laughs) it's so good it's, it,
1: it's so over the top but it's also like it feels so genuine yes
3: like genuinely
1: yes and that's what makes like the come down so like vicious for it and then like just it keeps like repeating when he's you know then like giving him a little poke and joshing him about it uh, yeah that scene that is like it's the most famous scene and it might be the best scene in the movie but it's a testament to this movie where i have like three or four others that i could just as equally gush about as that one um for right before then the introductions let's just knock this out right now
0: yeah yeah, let's do it it it,
1: so (laughs) who is your favorite person in that scene
0: (laughs) (sighs) see i always i watch it i always forget the names like i know it it's well, it's the guy who says it twice, and I always forget his fucking name. Jimmy two times. Yes, Jim Jimmy two times. Like yeah, the amount of times. I gotta go get get the to Get the papers. The of times I've said that is insane. I've been doing that all fucking day, <laughs> just to myself. Because <laughs> you're wrestling, Mark, and Mr. Kennedy was your favorite wrestler of all time, so that makes sense. What a fucking hack! <laughs> <laughs> fucking hack. <laughs> um.
1: So, I, there's a lot of candidates here. Uh, so, I, I have a bullet on the three. Number one, I'm just going to say it now, it's Frankie the Wop. I, well, I do not condone this, but I'll allow you to say it. Here's why. And I said this to you earlier today, Tope. You did. In the in this room of all these fucking guys, how bad do you have to be that that is your nickname? <laughs> Everyone else is like, no, you're Frankie the Wop. <laughs> <laughs> like, what the Fuck it. That's why it's so brilliant to me. Just like the other two are just brilliant on the surface. Pete the Killer, <laughs> and the like kid's little like. So they all get like little lines, right? Like they all like say like, yeah. "I'm gonna talk to you." You're like, "Hey, how's it going?" You know. His is like, "Hey, I took care of that thing for you." <laughs> but the killer? an often forgotten thing, he's given a qualifier. He's also the brother of Sally Balls. <laughs> so you don't meet Sally Balls, but. I don't know if that's a I'm guessing it's some guy named Salvatore, but Sally Balls actually might win. Uh, My other winner is Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy. (laughs) He's not Mo Black's brother. He's not Fat Andy. He's Mo Black's brother, Fat Andy.
0: That's his entire name. As
3: opposed to a different Fat Andy.
1: Brilliant. (laughs) Absolutely fucking love that. Um... So the scene that I gravitate to and the only other one that I knew really ahead of time is the, the shine box, Billy bat scene. That scene is maybe one of the best movie scenes I've ever seen in my entire life. It's absolutely riveting. It's super short. Like, like I thought it was a much longer scene that like builds attention. It's like, Nope. He comes in. They're abrasive right away. He says the fucking thing. He freaks out. Fucking keep him here. Next thing you know, he's fucking... He's De, Niro's, De Niro's making the fucking worst face I've ever seen a human being make when he's kicking somebody's head in. <laughs> well,
3: You've seen kick other people's heads in.
1: Well, let's be fair. The only other person I've really seen is him do that in The Irishman, and it was much worse because he was like 80 years old at that point. <laughs> so <laughs> and they didn't stunt double at all. They tried to replicate it.
0: Did not turn out that way. I mean at the end of the day, he at least he got the drinks on the house. So that's that's good. <laughs> drinks are on the house. <laughs> I can't, I will not even start at a narrow impression.
1: Do it.
0: Drink nope. <laughs>
3: <laughs> Close. Can't be worse than anything Mullah
1: does. Yeah. It's all about the, the drinks are on the house, like, you <laughs> oh, insulted God. him just a little bit, I love that every conversation about Goodfellas just evolves into impersonating and quoting the movie I've ever heard in my life, <laughs> insulted him just a little bit, just a little bit, you insulted him,
0: but that entire scene, it's like, I was, no. <laughs> the, the, that entire scene, I'm like, thinking, it's like, man, that must be weird to be a gangster, because it's like, you start, I'm oh, sorry, gangster, because you, <laughs> <laughs> Gangsta. I was gonna call you out, New Jack. You can things to all you want.
3: Hey, rest in peace,
0: man. No, no, I'm okay with that one. Uh <laughs> but because like you start when Auggy. Yeah, he knows. He's been sleeping like a baby. <laughs> like, like you start like when you're like basically a kid, like Spider was the same way. Sorry, spider was the same way. <laughs> and it's like you start when you're a kid, so then you do these like little menial tasks until you eventually move up. So like I that had to have happened with every single one of them Sure, and it gets to a breaking point and i i take
1: it that you know billy bats has been in prison for you know i don't remember how long it specifically says but six years yeah six years yeah and this is his big like like return welcome back party and there's just two shitty guys of him at the bar <laughs> so i i don't think he's very popular also just based on on how abrasive he is in general to begin with um well, like no, why? Why would you
3: he... the two at the bar? But I think there was a party going on in the rest of the restaurant. No,
1: I know the. I don't think there was. Yes, because... I think
3: there was because he came when Tommy came and was like, "Oh, I'm sorry, I forgot you were having a party."
0: So if uh, so, so I... I
3: think there was more people because the whole the whole reason Tommy got whacked is because Billy bats and because like his rival, the, that rival mob gang. So I do got have upset.
1: I have some nitpicks with that, and we'll get into it as we get. Closer there just like a few of my Like complaints about the movie but No I don't I think that Was almost kind of like sarcasm as like Oh I forgot we're having a party and like it's just three Fucking guys sitting <laughs> at the end of the bar drinking The reason I also don't think that is because If it was then you mean to tell me that not One person is sticking around Like with Billy For like Jimmy to keep Him there that whole time I like
3: not.
1: For for Jimmy to keep him there And get him shit faced to the point where They can you know Brutally kill him in that manner as Donovan plays in the fucking back. Then, <laughs> yeah. Then there's there's something else afoot. But yeah, just there's no better I- insult than now go get your fucking shine box. <laughs> Motherfucker, motherfucking mutt. Like that's <laughs> the next time we play basketball, and you and I blow a three-letter fucking leading horse again, I'm gonna call you a motherfucking mutt. <laughs> <laughs> and I will accept it.
0: I will accept it graciously.
1: And so, so this leads into so the murder and like like Tommy's, you know, always worried about is the floor it goes right into the scene with his mom, which also might be my favorite scene in the movie because in the middle of this, it's amazing, disgusting, awful, abhorrent actions. There's just three nice Italian boys having three thirty a.m. They're spaghetti family. with their mom showing off her shitty men. painting. They're family men.
3: Like They're uh, all about their family. They've got big families and they love their families and they love to feed their families.
1: You got Robert De Niro saying hoof. <laughs> <laughs> a is a hoof. That scene is fucking incredible, dude.
0: Mama Scorsese fucking crushes it.
1: Killed She's it. great. She's great. She might be my favorite legitimate mom in something. Uh, mom, yes. Dad, no. That would still be Aziz Ansari's dad and master of none. Uh, <laughs> his mom is whatever, but his dad is very good. Uh, yeah, that's like that whole thing is probably like ten minutes.
0: It's it, so much longer than I thought it was
1: exactly and it just shows like how excellent it is um we skipped over the copacabana scene
3: that was that was really
1: maybe maybe one of the, the most famous one shots in movie history where again that's that should be, there should be a room 237 cell documentary just for that sequence because like there's so much you can miss mm-hmm. just in that three minutes of how much fucking money he hands out
3: and that guy yeah, that, the guy eating that, a fucking burger, burger in the hallway?
1: <laughs> <laughs> no fucking just hanging out. Always you two. Like <laughs> they're setting a fucking table up for him, people bitching and complaining. Henny Youngman on stage on stage, 40 years older than when he's supposed to be. <laughs> it, <laughs> it's, it's it's
0: glorious. And just going to that scene. One thing I wanted to bring up, or two things I want to bring up. One is that he was 21? Like, he's supposed to be 21? It's like, get the fuck out of here.
1: Yeah, so I don't know what it is about Martin Scorsese, but my biggest complaint about this movie is probably the same exact complaint I have about The Irishman, which is I I can't replace any of these three actors with what they do, 100%. No. But I find it really hard to suspend my disbelief that Joe Pesci, at any point in this movie, it's supposed to be 21 years old. Get the fuck out. The the real uh, Tommy was murdered at 28, I, and he I look the pictures. He doesn't look like he's 28. No, but he he looked more 28 than than Pesci looked 28. At least right. that guy looked like fucking like the third American male. Whereas <laughs> whereas uh, Joe Pesci in this movie looks like the grand fucking wizard. <laughs> uh, yeah, so that's my my least favorite part of the movie is the young Henry stuff. I didn't know that that was going to be a thing in the movie. And it was, that felt long to me because I I, I was just waiting to get to Ray Liotta and and Robert De Niro and Joe Pesci. And it was longer to set him up. uh, And, and also to a certain extent, uh, Paulie and Jimmy and also Tommy, which that was maybe some of the best kid act kid uh, casting I've ever seen in my entire life
0: that was Joe Pesci. I I literally wrote down, that's amazing acting, but it must suck to be typecasted as Joe Pesci as a kid. Like, you ain't working again, kid. So, the only one that's worse is the kid that always had to be Kid Rick Moranis.
1: (laughs) This kid was literally Kid Rick Moranis in three different movies. He was in Little Giants, he was in Big Bully, and he was in um, oh, there's another one. Fuck, I'm not remembering it. But the same kid. It's like, (laughs) Man, you ain't ever going to get to be in a Fast and Furious movie. <laughs> Kid Rick Moranis, that sucks. Um, but yeah, it's just a little too long. Um yeah. I wasn't a big fan of, of the of young Henry as an actor. I still think he he looked the part, but kind of left a lot to be desired and you're just anxious to get into it. Um but then when you get into it and you realize, "Oh wait, these guys are just legal enough to drink alcohol and they all look like they are about to be fucking granddads, then it's, it hurts your suspension of disbelief. Uh,
0: Yeah. But again, like you said, they are all incredibly amazing actors. So you're like, fuck it. They could have been 80 and I'm okay with it.
1: Sure. Yeah. I appreciate them just, this is less egregious to me because of how much better of a movie this is. The Irishman. I like the Irishman. I think Irishman is very, very good, but it's less distracting just not addressing it yeah. <laughs> than it is putting uh, lipstick on a pig mm-hmm. and trying to be like, oh, yeah, let's look at Robert De Niro. Look at him in his early 30s. Like, he has varicose veins.
0: <laughs> it's it's not working. Well, um, well, sorry, the, the second thing I want to bring up, because we were talking about that scene and talking about first time we brought up the Karen situation. Uh, it's hilarious. I just realized that her name was Karen. Uh, uh. Uh, so I was thinking, I don't know if you guys have done something on this on the podcast before, but I would love for you guys to start doing this because you guys, one of my favorite couples, my one of my favorite married couples as well. Uh, I just think you guys work so well. I would love to hear what you guys think about couples in movies. So I want to bring up this idea called the mullet marriage movie scale which is three parts how realistic is a relationship how healthy is it and how close it is to your own relationship
3: how realistic is it
0: and what's the scale so i said i said you go like 1 to 10 and then you average it out or a a f whatever what, what whatever just like those and different 10, parts ten is like 10, 10 is extremely realistic extremely healthy ex- mm-hmm. basically a mirror image of yours
3: and one ten. <laughs>
1: <laughs> first of all one of your favorite couples
0: fuck you yeah <laughs> oh sorry i my fucking parents me and you? my schlong his brother
1: <laughs>
3: <laughs>
0: nah fine okay fine fine he's fine he's
3: been in 17 weddings this year
0: it's very true it's oh, that that is For the thousands. exact that is the exact amount i've been to in my life but so that's actually absurd Absolutely nailed it. 17 as of Saturday. What's
3: the oh. first one? Five?
0: Yeah. 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 What?
1: Anyway, <laughs> I'm glad it took this long for you two to gang up on me. Wonderful. We're
3: not um, up on you at all. Yeah.
1: What were the questions again? <laughs>
0: <laughs> so, kick. Yeah. So yeah, Karen and Henry. How realistic is that relationship? I, honestly, like
3: for being, this is supposed to take place in what the '60s, '50s,
0: uh,
1: 50,
3: 50, '60s. Yeah, I think it's pretty realistic. Yeah, it's, I give it like Especially a nine. Like, like the New York area, like
1: I'm sure Italian mobsters, Italian
3: mobster, Jewish, like I think it. <laughs> Pretty accurate.
1: Get set up for a bl- Get up, set up for a double date. Hate it the whole time. No show the second one. End then, up getting married. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Sounds perfect. Because
3: because she because she was like pitching a yeah. fit and like angry yeah. and
1: everything. Yeah. I debated so not showing up to our second date. So I
3: didn't
1: show up to our second date. That's not true. What? Uh, the second <laughs> one was how close it resembles ours. Uh, how healthy is it? Oh, one. Yeah, one. It's yeah. A, yeah. When you wake up and a gun is pointed at your face and then you strangle her off the bed essentially yeah that's that's not healthy
0: and then how close it is to your guys oh 10
1: 10 no. <laughs> no. No.
2: No, like a...
3: well okay so when we were younger so like when we were in our 20s it was a lot closer because we would fight a lot well because we would fight a lot
1: more. we literally just said that we fought yesterday
3: well yeah we <laughs> yes but when we would fight when we were younger it was like yelling and screaming and like slamming doors and like it was
2: why did you do that (laughs) 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 i needed that money there was all my miller (laughs) light
0: oh i i i do remember that time that uh (laughs) that uh rich pushed sam down you hit him over the Hit him over the head with a cannoli twenty times. <laughs> <laughs> that is, that is one of my best days. Uh,
1: also, you can't beat up something with what they already are.
3: Yeah, that's like it, it's like uh, the scene in The Social Network when he like got in trouble because he was feeding chicken to the chick, chicken nuggets to the chicken. Oh, well,
1: I was like, we both watch very different
2: social networks. <laughs> <laughs> no, that was
3: the whole thing.
1: Edward no, I know, I know.
3: Fed chicken. And- chicken but, can't do that. but yeah like I, animal cruelty
1: i i will say yeah our back in the day it would have been closer but now yeah it's more like a we're,
3: mu- we're more mature and subdued yeah now, but more, more than they
1: were <laughs> yeah well, no yeah.
3: we but when we were 21 even though they when they were 21 they look like us now when we were 21, you we look like children.
0: Um, you you look like, you like this beer. Uh, yeah, you look like them as Henry Hill as a kid. Yeah. When you were 21.
3: Yeah. So yeah, when we were, because like we got together when we were 20, like, we've been together almost 15 years. Like it was a long time and
1: we Yep. Real long time.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you no, know, so we, we fought a lot. Like we would get into screaming matches like that. Like, we've never put our hands on each other like that. No. Never, no. so...
0: No guns to the face. Only no. the one time. Only a stage okay. gun. Like,
1: oh. I swear to fucking God. Um, <laughs> I, I'm going to be honest. The the Karen
0: voiceovers didn't do a lot for me. I was just going to ask you about that. Yeah. Uh,
3: it's because you're an asshole. It's no, 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 no,
1: big. no, no. No, I'm talking about from, like, a, like a style and artistic, like, so, when it happened, I was like, oh, okay, that's interesting. Something I didn't know about the movie ahead of time. But I don't know. The scenes that kind of focused on her and like all the Italian like wives and stuff, I don't know, just rang a little like hollow to me. Exactly. That's the point. But not
3: have you seen any like real housewives episodes?
1: <sighs> who the anything? fuck are you talking to?
3: Tope uh, worked on the show how would you how could you not watch it and I
1: support him in everything that he does so but I have I have about, my how, limits
3: how, hey I have a question for you how <laughs> real life is this movie compared to your actual experiences since I know you met some real mob people
0: some real mob wives, like literally real mob
3: to, wives, actual to
0: the mob t- wives. to the T. Yeah, Scorsese fucking knew what he was doing.
3: He did yeah yeah.
1: I <laughs> it's funny. My my note right here was it probably shouldn't have taken Karen holding a gun on Henry and going after his mistress to realize how great Martin Scorsese is at his job. <laughs> but like, what a reason like though that little stretch, yeah. like really like cemented to me already what I was feeling was like this guy is. Fucking incredible in what he does. He knows exactly what to do with the camera. He knows exactly mm-hmm. what mu- One of the greatest soundtracks of all fucking mm. time. It's particularly all the way up to who the fuck listens to Layla and is like, yeah, yeah, yeah. that first half, fucking up the ass. <laughs> Give me the second <laughs> half of Layla.
0: I mean,
3: go
0: ahead. Okay, go back and list, rewatch the entire last day cocaine cocaine sequence. And the fucking editing and the music on that is insane. It's so fucking
1: good. It, it's it's modern today, and it's, it's yeah, it's almost as old as as me. It's crazy.
3: Uh, it's actually closer in age to Tope than
1: you. Yeah, but I, 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 I
0: I'm a year younger.
3: Shut up! You're eighteen. <laughs> <clears throat>
1: Uh, You wouldn't have been uh, like to say anything else?
2: Yeah. (laughs) No.
1: Cool. (laughs) Fuck away. Um,
3: No, I was coming to say something else um, that I I disagree with you about the Karen voiceover thing. I think hmm. it was really, um, I I mean, I enjoyed those scenes because I guess it's like the female perspective and everything. And that's legitimately how these gatherings are from the few episodes of like, Jersey Shore that I watched and like. Don't
1: bring that up when we're having fun.
3: But I'm just saying, that's like the only other like exaggerated Italian family kind of thing that's like modern pop culture kind of. We had a Jersey Shore party once. True. We didn't have a Goodfellas party.
0: Should have yeah. had a Goodfellas party. We have a Goodfellas oh, party. I want a, good had a Goodfellas Shore- party tomorrow. <laughs>
1: oh, can we do that for my, for like, Whatever like next party we have We're doing like a New Year's rhyme i Good a theme So that way the Dion's Can actually show up In their suits and dresses And actually be appropriate um, <laughs> <laughs> They're you never gonna the hear papers, this get It's fine <laughs> <laughs> um, So I, or, I or, thought so, Sorry so sorry So the two things that I really want to have happen In that scene is I want a Billy Bat situation Where somebody comes over And insults me And we beat the fuck out of them Later no, on No
3: you won't If Tope's at the party You won't If Tope's second a good thing, person He won't let you do it
1: And the second thing Is uh I want the party after the Lutanza heist and I just want people to like bring over exorbitant gifts and I just shit all over them for it <laughs> like you're millionaires
0: just fucking wait <laughs> just be uh, don't do it at the fucking party celebrating it just don't bring a pink cat like I don't care
1: it's in your mother's name Johnny Roast Beef <laughs> late contender <laughs> for or oh. best name only because it makes me think of the one that sam uh that uh, tim created back in the day joey the sandwich <laughs> which still to this day i could say joey the sandwich and tim's gonna start laughing um
3: we should have gotten that on a shirt first,
1: but yeah maybe. so yeah so i want a good fellas party go ahead you were saying
3: i don't remember now oh, perfect even no better. i was saying about um the voiceovers of Karen and the the perspective of her perspective, I think it gave a lot more gravity to when she does go off the deep end and go after the mistress and go crazy and is standing in the, in the um, apartment building, just like pushing all the buttons and like screaming at Mm -hmm. all the tenants and stuff. I just thought that it, it was, it was great. Love makes you do crazy things. I would do that. I have that. You would do
1: anything for love, but you won't do that.
3: What is that? What won't he do?
1: So, what
3: won't he do? Tope Tope already knows the story. Our listening
1: audience, my mother was here over the weekend, (laughs) and I was feeling pretty good as Sam and I were playing some games. My mom was hanging out. So, I just started putting on some meatloaf for no reason. Mom's like, I've never heard a meatloaf song before, and I freak. She's I freak the Ow. fuck out. It's like how,
3: exactly. I don't listen to that how? music. She doesn't listen to that music. Like, that, you
0: that's... listen to meatloaf?
3: loaf she's not a Beatles fan.
0: What does she listen to? Fucking paint drying
3: uh, music.
1: You were right. Country <laughs> music sucks. That's not even my character. <laughs> um, it's a Doctor T. So I was. I so I put
0: on. Don't. <laughs>
1: I, I don't want him to meet Tope. Uh
0: <laughs> Oh, uh, they said, you said Doctor T, Doctor Teeth. Uh, no, that's what I thought.
2: Man.
0: No, no, no. I thought you said dog. I think like, I knew you said Doctor or meant Doctor Teeth, but it sounded like you said Doctor T, and I was like, Mister T went to fucking med school. <laughs> <laughs> Get in the food and don't take this eight hours
1: a day. <laughs> uh- I'm talking about Dr. T and the Women, that Robert Altman movie with Richard Deere, like 2001. But anyway, 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 so we get back to Goodfellas and off a of fucking. Sorry, sorry. Is uh, I put on uh, I Would Do Anything for Love, but I Won't Do That, which is like a 10 minute fucking song. It just keeps saying the same shit over and over again. At one point, she just starts fucking singing it. I'm like, You don't know this song.
3: <laughs> she's like, No, it's a different song. And then she's saying it. but That's a Beatles song. She's like, No, I don't like the Beatles. So it was very confusing because we just kept drinking. Yeah,
0: exactly. That's a great idea. Yeah. Uh, anyway,
3: I really enjoyed that. <laughs> yeah. That 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 gave me a, a lot more uh, empathy for Karen. You know. Uh, yeah.
2: <clears throat>
3: Your turn.
1: Yeah, you're done talking. Um. Toby already brought up kind of like, the like. like coming down off the high and like the downward slope like the the evolution of everything in the movie
3: once they start killing everybody and once once yeah
1: once cadillacs and minks are being bought and jimmy starts getting a little paranoid the other like famous 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 sequence is the is the uh, the montage of the bodies being found to layla um Mm -hmm. with uh them being killed in the pink cadillac Frenchie in the...
3: In the freezer.
1: Frenchie's in the garbage,
3: garbage disposal. Uh
1: Frankie Carbone is... Uh, in, the freezer. in the freezer. By the way, he's not MVP or LVP, but I love Frank Severo. He's one of my favorite, just Italian, can only do very, very few part uh, role player actors of all time. He's my favorite line in The Wedding Singer... Uh, he was so, so good he's so good he, like, he's in this movie a lot but like he barely talks besides him wanting to take coffee with him after <laughs> <they> <laughs> Samuel Jackson all right and, and also wanting to wait to start the car until it warms up <laughs>
0: <laughs> they have a dead body in the but that's I mean that just goes with the fucking scene with uh with his mom it's like they just they see death and it's like okay this dead guys next to me uh, you know I still want to wait a little bit I mean, I'm a little uncomfortable but um in The Wedding Singer, because he's uh,
1: Adam Sandler's, like, brother-in-law, and, like, he's watering the plants for no reason at all, and, like, talking to Adam Sandler, and Adam Sandler walks off screen, and he's still yelling at him, and he's, like, turning to look at him, and he's, like, saying something, saying something, and, oh, shit, I got water all over myself. <laughs> it's, so it's so random, but it just all makes me giggle. Um, so that goes right into Tommy getting whacked, mm-hmm. uh, which, you know, there's a lot of, like, film scholar analysis of that scene like the whole movie it's so like kind of close up like Mm -hmm. in your face and like that's
3: like you're in like you're in the action like you're like there with them like you're
1: but like in this like it's far away it's it's slowly pans out Mm -hmm. wide getting Mm -hmm. like the atmosphere and then and then of course as soon as he walks in the room he knows what's happening and then it's a fucking bloodbath and then De Niro's reaction apparently that was done in one take I believe it
0: uh, yeah, there, prob- there's n- no way that phone booth was supposed to be pushed over. No way, props were pissed. Yeah, no way. Uh, it was, but that
3: music is great. I mean, it it just shows how like like authentic.
0: And also,
1: it
3: was, and also
1: how simplistic, like the expect, like the explanation of it. Is, um, I think the Irishman did a little bit better with "It is what it is." Like that's just like the perfect encapsulation what Whatever the guy says on the phone to um to Jimmy, Jimmy. It's like there's there's nothing that could be done. It was just Ooh. like that, that's it. There there's no rocket science going on here. It's just the it streets and life that's, and family, that's and that's ultimately what it he boils whacked down. So somebody. He whacked the maid man. He
3: had he whacked yeah. the maid man. He had to get whacked. That's
1: it. So why did I, I'm confused as to like why did it take so long? Who were they that did that? Like why would he go with them? Like I was kind of confused about some of like the minutia of it all.
3: Polly was behind it. I thought Polly was the one who was there. No,
0: I don't think so. I if I don't know if I'm taking real information or not, but my interpretation is that Polly probably knew, and he's like, "I'm sorry, it had had to be done. It's 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 a transaction, and they probably set set it up, and it's like only he knew, despite despite the fact that earlier when the uh, the restaurant guy is like trying to sell the bar to Polly,
1: and he like jokingly suggests to kill Tommy." Paulie gives him like the Paul Sarvino death look of just like what the fuck are you just saying? He's like sorry, just kidding, sorry. But <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're probably you're probably right. And also like whoever called, I think that was Tuddy, the the guy who kind of like gave Henry the a brother. start. That was calling. Yeah. So like I don't know if he was on. That's
3: Paulie's brother. It gets
1: it gets a little like muddled and, and confusing, but then you kind of get into um, you know, the high day, like the day with the helicopters and everything coming to a head. This was, this is all yeah, this is all after the first stint in prison. Just had to point out, if I'm going to prison and I'm getting the smallest amount of garlic ever cut for me in my pasta and like homemade bread and shit, send me to prison. That sounds fun. <laughs> uh, but yeah, the Henry's like Henry's like final day essentially of you know going out and trying to to get it all done, picking his brother up, making the sauce, being high as a fucking kite. I've never done cocaine before, but I imagine that's what being on cocaine is like.
0: Uh, plead the fifth.
1: <laughs> You're in entertainment; it's fine. Um, <laughs> but also that same token, it's also juxtapositioned with juxtaposed, juxtaposed with the scene uh, with Jimmy and Karen. We're just, just
0: yeah. The coats are right down there. Just go a little bit further. I was gonna ask you guys about that scene because no scene in maybe movie fucking history has confused me more than that fucking scene. And I know that's the point maybe, but what the fuck is that scene? Oh she's dead. That's that's the scene. She goes in there, she's dead. Yeah,
3: he was trying to get her to go down
0: there. But it's like he's what this is the first entire movie that he's need if he was gonna do it, he was gonna fucking do it. When 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 has he ever in this entire movie proven that he's gonna do something that's not himself? Or why not just give her the cut? Co- like it's, I almost think it's like trying to create fucking confusion in the audience. It was like she's paranoid and you don't know as the audience if that's what's supposed if that's supposed to happen. It's like he's so too surgical for it just to be like yeah, walk in there and get fucking whacked. Yeah, I, I I
1: think it's. I think, like you said, it's purposeful misdirection to leave you uneasy. Uh, here is what I like in it too: is the. I don't think you've seen this movie, but the scene in Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, where were
3: you talking to me or Tope? Because I saw that movie with you. Tope. Oh, okay.
1: <laughs> yeah, you're still here. Um, what? <laughs> where Brad Pitt goes to Spawn Ranch, where the Manson family is, and it's like. Tense 10-15 minutes, and the whole time it's your butthole's pucker because this is a fictional character. Anything can happen here. You don't know. And that's and that's in a very, very truncated fashion. Exactly what that scene is. Is like you you just don't know what the what the motives are. Because he's acting so weird. He keeps looking around. He's being really De Niro. Like, (laughs) and like the guys that are there, like they kind of stop and look and like are they getting on it and then she just bolts i i think it's more obvious in the follow-up when jimmy's gonna have henry do like that really odd specific hit like yeah. it, it's obvious what's what's going on there um so that that's how i interpreted it but like you said for it
3: could have gone either way
1: yeah it could have gone either way and for and to for people that are just kind of sitting there you know unsure you want to keep them in that, that level yeah of like you, you want
3: to feed or like you want to like feel that paranoia maybe like you know you want to i mean show it like i mean that that whole that whole scene is like everyone is paranoid all of them are that's why jimmy killed everybody right like he's paranoid somebody's gonna slip up so i think that's part of that mentality like your ties go deep like your like your loyalty runs deep but only
1: so deep we talked about how influential this movie is on so many things. I, we haven't mentioned the thing that it probably was the most influential on. Fuck you. Sopranos.
0: Oh, okay. What, what were you thinking I was going to say? <laughs> the good fella, feathers from Animaniacs. No. <laughs> oh. I swear <laughs> to God. That's wrong. <laughs> I swear to God, I thought you were going to say that. <laughs> no. the uh, you know Not
1: the... D-level Animaniacs <laughs> characters, the greatest television show in in history, probably. I,
0: I'm gonna put myself on time for two minutes. This talk, <laughs> I'm I need to I'm not gonna say anything.
1: <laughs> that that ties directly into like the ending of the Sopranos of the like Don't this ruin is... it. Oh fuck, if you don't know by now yeah
0: you will never
1: be able to live in peace if this is the life that you choose like if you were in this life be looking over your shoulder. you're always gonna be looking over, and you might look up and the next thing you know it's just black mm. and it, it, it's over with um so yeah so I, I i think that definitely you know is setting that kind of whole mindset up as well um kind of, like, pick and, like, kind of jumped around and mentioned what we didn't like. I know oh. Tope had mentioned one. I had mentioned one. I haven't gotten from you what, what you didn't particularly like about the movie.
3: What I didn't like about yeah. the movie? then like, how cavalier they were about Miami being Jew heaven. <laughs> I mean, I'm from there. I know. It is Jew heaven. Yeah,
1: are, are I they wrong?
3: That. No, but I just... It's okay, but it's like you died and went to Jew heaven. I thought that was hilarious. That was so funny.
1: Can I read your notes? No. Please. No. <laughs>
3: We've never You're
1: done this You're not normally
2: way. this close to
3: it's me.
1: It's 3.50. I just, no. like, eavesdrop. Can I please read your notes verbatim? No. Please. It'll be very funny. No
3: cannot. They're my personal notes. Got Come to- on. You no, I delete my I totally you as well go. Your, yeah, okay? exactly. As you go, I don't because I copy and paste them into my spreadsheet so I can reference them. Can I please? No. Samantha.
1: No. I'm not leaving this alone no. so, so until Oh, it's so
3: embarrassing. Please
1: stop. Topey, if you
0: ask, if you ask, she'll let me no. do it. Please, for the lols. For the lols. Pass. I'll, I'll read my note that says Shout out to the white girl who wants to fuck Sammy Davis Jr. <laughs> <laughs> He looked her up on IMDb right away. (laughs) See if we can get her. Come
1: on. No, no, please, it's embarrassing. No, it's not.
3: It's embarrassing.
1: They're what you say on the podcast. It's
3: embarrassing if somebody else says them. No, because I have my own delivery. People like how I deliver things. Maybe I'll deliver them like you. (laughs) No, definitely not.
0: Fine, disappoint everybody. Oh I'm 352.
3: Alexa, stop. So put the scooter in the car. Stop it! <laughs>
1: stop. Um all right. Well then if you don't have any complaints.
3: Hang on, I'm reading my notes.
1: Well, I can read them right now and I'll tell you.
3: <laughs> no, I just said the movie's very good and I like it.
1: <laughs> Damn it, that was the last <laughs> one. This movie is so good. Was the last note? It was- <laughs> <laughs> And there's one that was about like these two timing assholes. <laughs> I like that. You're all doing notes. All right, MVP and LVP. Get your arm off okay. me. Uh, start with MVP. So so it's obviously a three-person phrase. Uh
3: this is the the peak of Ray Liotta. It's the only thing I've ever liked him in, I think. I, I,
1: I mean, when this movie came out, you would think that Ray Liotta was going to be like the next Marlon Brando. I mean, to be fair,
3: he was in so much stuff. I think the closest... I think he played a character similar to this in in Heartbreakers. You know, the movie was with uh, Jennifer Jennifer Love Hewitt. (laughs) Yes, I'm I'm aware you know. After that,
1: give me your fucking notes. (laughs) You just (laughs) compared Goodfellas to Heartbreakers. No, I
3: said the character he played. I didn't compare the movies to each other.
0: That's a good point. That's a good point
3: long and short of it is, this is the only thing I think I've ever liked Ray Liotta
2: in.
1: I think the problem with Ray Liotta is that he maybe he's was... He's Ray Liotta. Well, he was also method acting maybe a little bit too much around this period of time. <laughs> <laughs> my own, my own personal problem. So Liotta's my number three. I think I think he's great. He definitely surprised he me. Such a good the dog. The scenes, particularly with Karen and the gun, and then yeah. later on, the, the freak out that he has, like I was talking about. I just think it's he's so He's so damn good. Mm-hmm. Uh, my MVP is still Pesci, just because pesci in this is we talked about earlier pesci is playing a 28 year old psychopathic muscle head and he's joe fucking pesci (laughs) and he's terrifying (sighs) Mm -hmm. he's hilarious he's so real he's so natural he has so many like just quick quips and one-liners uh you look like you're hanging a fucking christmas tree uh, like just everything <laughs> about him is great. All the stuff with Spider and he kills fucking Michael Imperioli, just like fucking heartless prick. He's great. De Niro is also—he's
3: on another level. Yeah,
1: yeah, wonderful. I think he's on
3: another level. I think he's, he's not so in it good.
1: that much, honestly. Like, but
3: look at the impact he made. Oh, sure.
1: Like he disappears throughout like a lot of the movie, but when he's there, oh man. I mean, I, there's I there's nobody like him. But for amazing. me, it's still Pesci.
3: I think that's that that's Niro set the standard for gangsters. Sure,
1: you know I- he's at the standard for everything. He's he. The reason why it's so sad to see him in the war with Grandpa and Dirty Grandpa and Grandpa's gone wild, <laughs> and uh, the Grandpa and the kid is <laughs> that. Look at what we've done on this podcast. We've done the King of Comedy. We've done. Uh, we've done. We'll meet the parents, but that's di- different. Um, but we're gonna do Taxi Driver. We're gonna do The Godfather Part Two. We're gonna do Raging Bull. Like he, yeah. he was the greatest actor of our generation, or of that generation. Uh, that said, I, I, you're going De Niro. Uh, yeah, I, right, I, so I'm, I'm going, going Pesci. I,
0: I think I know where Tope's going, but it's no question. There's not a second on screen where he isn't the most amazing part of that scene or the movie. It's Joe Pesci. He did a home alone was released two months after this. He wins on that alone. Really? Yeah. This
1: movie came out within yeah he so needless to say on the rewatchables they do a thing called Apex Mountain. This is his Apex Mountain. Uh, But, like, he literally had a a streak. So you figure, like, he got nominated for Raging Bull in, like, the early 80s. And then, like, a really long, like, run where it was, like, a little rough. And then, like, in the span of six or seven years, he rattles off Lethal Weapon 2 and 3, Goodfellas, Home Alone 1 and 2, My Cousin Vinny, uh, The Super. uh, He had another, like, really, really good movie. I think he directed And it's like, Joe Pesci was one of the five biggest stars in fucking Hollywood. (laughs) That guy, that fuck, that fucking guy. He's, he looks like my grandmother. <laughs> yeah, so it's Pesci, one hundred percent. That'll, uh, I believe, make Joe Pesci a multi-time MVP. I don't have my book with me. Um, Where's your poop report? It yeah, was a poop report. God damn you guys! Get my
0: fucking poop. You'll get,
1: you'll get my poop report. poop report. Get the poop report. <laughs> <laughs> it said it already. I beat you. Tope and I literally today referenced uh, the same. Shitty Kevin Nash joke to one another and we put a moratorium on speaking to one another <laughs> on this podcast. So, there is that. Go get the poop report, the poop report. That's no one's ever said that before. I
3: hate you both so much. Oh
1: uh, yeah. Pesci is now so so much. Yes, Pesci is now. I'm looking in the R's. I'm not even looking in the right fucking spot. Yeah, Pesci is a multi-time MVP. And of course, he's one of the few that is on both lists. Mm-hmm. Um, I believe he is the first person to win multiple well, here. You
3: you I crying? had a pen, no,
1: I had a pen and in my mouth. And put, over the so you can look at my fucking poop report, but I can't look at your <laughs> fucking notes. That that poop report's public property. That couple, this isn't public domain. Yes, it is. <laughs> that couple rating's gonna be a little bit higher here in a second, just you wait. <laughs> um <laughs> so I'll put it over there. Fuck you. Hmm. We'll
3: read one of the 17 other ones.
1: Not LVP. <laughs> that are also just working, show. Lorraine Bracco is great. Um, she was the other person that got nominated. So leota and De Niro did not get nominated for acting. De Niro was, nominated, De Niro was nominated, but for a different movie. He was nominated that for is... Awakenings, um, Insane. but Bracco was nominated. Uh, Paul Sorvino, also great, T- terrifying, but also just like a big, a big teddy bear at the same time. A terrifying big teddy bears, like Lotso, rest in peace then, baby. Um, LVP, there's so many characters and so many people in this movie that it's so difficult to narrow it down. Uh, we also have a lot of people that have previously been featured uh, on this podcast here. Of course, Samuel Jackson, one of the most famous or one of the biggest MVPs like the most on the show.
3: Pro- prolific He's actor. in it like two minutes in his
1: underwear and gets blown away. <laughs> <laughs>
3: And then he's the one who's blowing other people away in, like,
0: cult fiction. In every and other movie.
3: Years later. Uh,
0: yeah. So I have a little list, but I'm curious to see who you guys have. But Tope, who, who do you have for LVP? I, I don't. I legitimately could not think of anyone. So that's why I was hoping for you guys to make the case. Because I if I had to start somewhere, it's whoever the fucking next door neighbor was. That's where I would start. <laughs> I don't even know who that is. The fucking dude who gets beat up by the goddamn... Oh! ...because
1: <laughs> beat is like, the that is the most vicious pistol whipping in cinema history
3: oh the guy who like oh my god i was like that is super violent it made me super uncomfortable but it is effective i mean they got the message across sure I, oh but so no, that that that's a good candidate
1: so i didn't have him so i have three uh the kid who played young henry hill like i said i wasn't a big fan of yeah, him but i
3: think he did an okay job with what he was given he's I mean, ultimately
1: not the one i'm gonna trump at the most he's actually a four This
3: like gangly like awkward guy wants to be a gangsta, <laughs> gangster
0: gangster no
3: he wanted to be a gangster and then he got made into a gangster that's the whole point
0: yes exactly don't you, you don't you, you can't correct her don't correct me we're the two minorities on this
3: exactly I'm a Which makes me the minority. No, I'm. Yeah, a
0: that's not
1: how that works. Wow, yeah, man, that's gonna get isolated one day when I'm rich and famous. <laughs> 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 uh The guy who played Maury. Ooh. I I, I think that oh, might yeah, have just been later. the character, though. No, but I really. Yeah. That, let me say. I mean, like the- it
3: was legit, but I was like, oh man, this guy like great oh grinds my gears like i i did not so
1: the actor is chuck low which is funny he was uh robert de niro's landlord <laughs> just like uh the guy who plays Tuddy, frank de leo michael jackson's manager <laughs> so a lot of th- this has a lot of weird people in this movie of course you got uh, mike Starr, who's a famous character actor who was um uh mental and dumb and dumber we already talked about frank severo uh, you got so many uh sopranos and god uh good fella uh, godfather guys in this debbie mazar who's uh who was sandy the uh the mistress she was
3: great on her episode of SVN and you're
1: gonna mention that kevin corrigan who's just kevin corrigan and everything michael imperioli uh elena douglas Samuel jackson vinnie pastore um gotta give a shout out to uh, frank vincent who's billy bats yeah. maybe one of the best like three minutes of a human being yeah. in a movie then he gets killed the next scene of all time uh Isaiah Whitlock Jr. not even saying shit. Um, <laughs> Jigsaw. There's just so many people. Uh, the, old, the other person that I had as a possible LVP uh, too, uh, Lois the Babysitter.
3: Oh, I did not like her. I didn't like her. She's stupid.
1: <laughs> yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs>
3: He said don't call from the house phone and then she calls from the house phone.
1: You're basing it off of the character. I'm basing it off of how the actress portrayed the well, character. Well, yeah, again, she
3: looked like she smelled shits the whole time. So I'm also basing it off of that. That was a poor portrayal.
0: You're so mean. Um, Am I wrong? Uh, no. So but,
3: what's the problem?
0: For for a fucking drug mule, she's very much hates to be bothered. <laughs> <It's her laughs> whole, that's their whole
1: thing. Dolly Twin yeah. would did that in the mule. <laughs> Uh, and then uh, finally, uh, I'm not, I'm gonna botch the fuck out of this. Uh, Gina Mastro-Giacomo as Janice Rossi, the uh, the mistress.
3: Oh, I didn't like her either.
1: Yeah, she yeah. So th- there's there's candidates here, um, but th- those are who I have. It's really pick and nits in terms of, of, of who I'd go
0: with, but I'm fine with any of those three. I think
1: we got the biggest reaction off of Maury.
0: Yeah, also, I really didn't want to have to be on this podcast twice and both of the LBPs are women. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I also want to throw in Karen's mom on there too. Oh, yeah, I wasn't a big fan of her either.
1: Yeah, I, the women are unfortunately – Still underwritten in 1990. Go figure, huh? Mm-hmm. <laughs> but they do Lorraine Brocco oh, yeah. a little bit. And, yeah. and Scorsese's mom. Yeah. <laughs>
3: well, Scorsese's mom, he, he put her in the middle of like an improvised scene and just went with just whatever just... her reaction was. Yeah, mom, just but, act like I'm there. But then Brocco,
2: um,
3: half the time she was screaming incomprehensibly. And... Yeah, she was great. Right, but it goes to show like, you, yes, they're supremely underwritten because you don't have women writing writing for women. Men can't understand women the same way women can understand women and vice versa. You don't have genuinely fleshed out characters a lot of the time when you don't have that other perspective. Which is why it was important for her to have that whole narrative and everything like mm-hmm. that in the movie so you can see a bit more of her and give her more. Because if she didn't have that, if she didn't have all that voiceover and everything, it, I don't think that you would think she was she did as good of a job.
1: I, I'm sure you're right. After all that, I really wanted to immediately give a woman the LVP.
2: Okay, Janice <laughs> Rossi.
1: No, 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 oh. no. No, uh, no. I I think it's Maury. I, I just yeah. the character is basically that guy that's obviously getting killed just because he's so overbearing and obnoxious. And when he's like, like starting to get mad and starting to get like a backbone, and when he's groveling, it's just, just grating and irritating, and not in like an, an endearing, an endearing way. So, he he was the the one I was really thinking of. Is that who we all agree on?
0: Yeah, I, he just. I think everyone else is, is so. Uh, what's the word? Insignificant compared to Tim. Yeah. So yeah, I, yeah, I, I like that.
1: All right, so Chuck Lowe, the LVP of Goodfellows. Yep, he once served as Robert De Niro's real estate consultant and landlord. Hmm. <laughs> Last thing on his Wikipedia Chuck Lowe was Jewish. Oh, he's dead. Okay. He's <laughs> not <It's like, laughs> alive. It's like he was Jewish. What is he now? Um, what else on Goodfellas?
3: I think we covered most of it. I mean, I about- still, I still
1: feel yeah. like we've covered nothing I, because well, of but how I, much there is to cover.
3: Yes, but then I also think that Topi was right in what he said before. It's like a movie, like about like nothing. <laughs> like it's like it didn't have a plot like fleshed out until the end half of the movie. I mean, we talked about the character development. We talked about the music. We talked about the acting. What else is there?
1: Talk about the directing, talk about uh, yeah, the
3: directing, production the
0: design, shots, art direction, sound editing.
1: mixing.
3: I mean, we talked about, I think everything.
0: <laughs> have you guys ever seen the music video by Shanti Foolish?
3: Yeah, I watch it every day, Tope. I,
0: I no no don't know what you just said.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you, so Shanti's a
0: woman. Shanti's a woman
1: oh, oh Ashanti. I thought you said
0: i thought you said shanti foolish i'm like oh no
1: Ashanti i'm like i think that was the name foolish. of the rooster and rock noodle yes. but that's Claire. <laughs>
0: uh, the Ashanti song entitled foolish
1: yes then i've i've heard the song i don't think i i, I don't recall the video i'm behind on my Ashanti trivia.
0: oh the video is uh Goodfellas, uh uh not, i won't say parody but Inspired, They just take a lot of the scenes from Goodfellas and use it for Ashanti for some reason. And, like, the big scene at the end is her on top of her man saying she's going to leave. And I, I don't think there's a gun, though. I, don't, I think she's just on top of him. Is Ja Rule in the video? Yes. And I think Irv Gotti is Henry Hill. Hate it. <laughs> is Ja Rule Tommy? uh I mean, I think he's just... <laughs> he's I mean, he is up. in real life, but... <laughs> I've not watched it in many moods. I just remembered that uh, that video is inspiration of Goodfellas. Wait, God, Goodfellas came from the Ashanti video. <laughs> I know I fucked that up, but I don't care now. I'm gonna I'm gonna go with it and say yes. <laughs> uh, so my final question is because you opened the oh was Ter- sorry was Terrence Howard was the uh, was Henry.
1: Oh, that sounds about right. <laughs> um,
3: That's why he couldn't go back to Iron
1: Man. <laughs> He's also a piece of shit. Uh, who would you cast in the black Goodfellas, Tope? Jeez.
0: All right. Oh, this is so tough. Good.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: that
1: sounded horrible.
2: <laughs>
1: Sound like from Alabama. That sounds like my grandfather talking about <laughs> what we don't want to talk about.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, doing
0: the- missing is his, his yeah.
1: hard r's up yeah
0: wow that's a good question it's funny because i might put sam jackson in as joe pesci <laughs> funny enough Ooh. i said i was thinking more he'd be like a jimmy type because also i'm just
1: i'm i'm thinking him as uh ordell and jackie brown and that, that see, to me is definitely more so a, a jimmy than uh than a tommy I'd probably put Denzel as, as, Ooh. as Jimmy. Okay. Okay. I'm for that. I hey, like who, that. It's making American gangster. <laughs> <laughs> that's what we're doing. Michael
3: and then, B. Jordan as Henry Hill.
0: That's, that's what I was thinking was Michael, B. Michael Jordan. B. Jordan. I was trying to think of anyone else. And then I'm like, yeah, probably is. And then, uh. And then
3: Tessa Thompson has to be Karen. <laughs>
1: Uh, I had somebody very funny. I'm gonna forget. Uh, Kevin Hart is Frankie Carbone. <laughs> just, uh, just a Kev, fight? Just... Kevin
3: Hart is 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 Jimmy two times. Kevin two times.
1: But he just won't shut the fuck up. <laughs> I'm gonna go get those papers over there, man. I'm gonna go get those papers over there, man. Like he's he the whole <laughs> fucking sentence over again.
0: No, oh, it could get Chris Tucker as is Tommy.
2: Come <laughs> on. I- you want me show
1: 20 <laughs> minutes later <laughs> oh holy oh, shit we'd love to see that
3: jackie we love to see that
1: his name <laughs> is joe god damn it <laughs> oh uh, we'd we be doing we this all night
3: <laughs>
1: to off topic here let's score let's the
0: movie guest yeah. always goes first tope what is your score for goodfellas uh, one of the greatest movies ever made. can watch it literally the second we're done recording. That is as 10 as a 10 can get. 10 for Tope. Oh boy.
1: Samantha?
3: That's a hard one. I I, I really did enjoy it. I'm going to give it a 9.
1: I'm flabbergasted that we did this both times where one of us gave it the lowest score one gave us the highest and one gave the middle. I'm gonna give it a nine and a half wow I very rarely give a first time viewing a 10 this will ultimately for me probably end up being a 10 but for now it, it, it's a nine and a half just because it lived up to all my hype and expectations and it's super rewatchable but those little nitpicks it, it's weird like I'll have more nitpicks about a 10 movie that I've seen 50 times but a few nitpicks on a movie I've only seen once for whatever reason like dampens my overall score for it. But a nine and a half is nothing to sneeze at. No. it's a, Still one of the greatest movies ever made. Absolutely. It's one of the greatest 100% movies.
3: 100% is really, really good.
1: Of all time. And uh, I believe it is our highest movie of the year so far. It's been a weird year. I'll tell you uh it's tied with R- disney's robin hood <laughs> so yeah it's been a, pretty, been a pretty year to year
0: um like like i did before we end, like i did uh last episode can i just read you the rest of my notes oh please yes see. uh so in the opening it said east new york brooklyn and all i thought was so many white girls live where that scene opened up right now <laughs> uh i said mullet would want to be a wise guy just for the fucking food yeah, oh, yeah. God, yeah, I wouldn't fucking be a wise guy. Kill me. Just give me that fucking spread. Yep. Uh, Idlewild Airport. Did not realize that was a JFK. Hmm.
1: Interesting. Which, I didn't know that either.
0: Which was, na- they changed the name two months after uh, JFK died. Uh One of the funniest parts of the movie for me was the scene where Karen wants to shop in money and she goes on to give him a blowjob. He's just like, uh Okay.
2: <laughs>
0: also, speaking of... Uh, that's
1: blow job. my second favorite blowjob in the movie. My favorite being the, the random skinhead getting a blowjob during the prison the, visit. The prison visit. Next to the, yes. Babies everywhere. The
0: big <laughs> and the last thing I have is how does Sam Jackson have so much fucking blood in his body?
1: <laughs> He's so thin.
0: That is so much blood over those sheets.
1: Oh, you know it's a good thing you didn't drink any that coffee because that'd been like <laughs> just mostly coffee that's a big pot of coffee
0: <laughs> and I uh, also found out that the real Tommy called Stack's mom and was like hey we we uh we lost him sorry because they, really? they 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 were like really good friends Jesus wow. but he fucked up he got high didn't do it and he had to uh, wise guy's a wise guy so he had to kill one of his best friends.
1: Ultimately, you end up just like Johnny Roast Beef. (laughs) Hey, you didn't see fucking uh, Mo Black's brother Fat Andy get killed, huh? He knows what he's doing because his fat ass is still just sitting there. (laughs) And Jimmy two times ain't gonna fuck up, ain't gonna fuck up. (laughs) Well, with that, Tope, you have kicked off our guest star run beautifully. You've set a high bar Thank you so, so much. Of course, you'll be back. Uh, it'll just be a, a little while because we got to get through all the other people that we know. Uh, the next person that we know, uh, we're, <laughs> this is horrible. We're getting all of our diversity out of the way right away. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, for the month of July, we'll be joined by my good, uh, my good close personal friend, Justin Baker. And I can announce that the movie he has chosen, uh, or the we've chosen of the movies he's given us, is uh, the first movie I ever saw with him in theaters. That movie is from, I believe, 2019. And it is Sorry to Bother You, which is undoubtedly one of the weirdest movies I have ever seen in my entire it's life. was
3: Lakeith Stanfield. It
1: was Stanfield, Army Hammer. So you know it's aged hopefully poorly. Mm-hmm. Uh, <laughs> directed by Boots Riley, it was uh, highly regarded when it came out.
0: Uh, yeah.
3: He works in the call center.
0: I remember. He to put on
3: his. his, his I remember that movie. <laughs>
0: As Tope just did.
2: Perfect.
0: <laughs> Toby, who would your white voice be? Like what actor? Yeah, like
1: like like in that movie they have like David Cross, Patton oswald Like what would yours be? uh
0: Um, Bill Murray.
3: <laughs> Give us a sample. Give us a sample of your white voice, Toby.
0: Uh, hi, I'm Toby. <laughs> hey, I'm Toby. <laughs> Beautiful <laughs> Bill Murray
3: impression. Perfect. <laughs> Perfect.
0: We're doing impressions. Uh, greetings
1: Green Titans, everybody. Doctor Teeth, the Electric Mayhem. I heard you had a guest. I want to meet him. Doctor
3: Teeth, this
1: is Tope. Hey, video man.
0: <laughs> I don't want to be part of this. Okay. Uh, how's it go? Okay, how's it going, Doctor Teeth? It's going great. What was your favorite part of a uh, Goodfellas? The movie. <laughs> what did you think of
3: the music that they put in the movie? Wasn't mine. Do you know the song Layla?
1: I know a Layla. 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 <laughs> Is
3: that your version? That's
1: it? My interpretation. That's it? That's it.
3: Okay. are okay. <laughs> the best for nothing. They don't call you the best.
1: You don't know they.
0: <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> uh, <laughs> what an asshole. He's it's horrible. Didn't he give you a chance? Nope, he never does.
1: He just very short answers and has no idea what's going on. Uh, I think I was wrapping up the show. Yeah, we're wrapping up the show. Uh, so yeah, so Justin will be back in a few weeks. But thank you for listening to the 350th episode of Married With Movies. Next week, or in the next two weeks, we have Can't Hardly Wait coming up. And then my nominated movie, which Samantha does not know what it is yet. Because uh, she hasn't picked it. Because we haven't recorded uh two weeks ago episode all this weird Inception fucking Tarantino timeline shit is going on right now. But I have a good, good slate coming up for you, including, don't forget, after Justin, August. It's Augie August. Mm -hmm. Only Augie is going to take up a whole month that we're going to have to probably record like next week (laughs) and gets five movies. Gets five movies and four episodes. That's all I'm going to say. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Married Movies. We encourage you, as always, go to arcadeaudio.net for this podcast and the others in our network of shows. Rate, review, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. Patreon.com slash for bonus content, not just for my show, but from all the other shows in our network, like RJ Hates Rap, which Toby will be talking about here probably in just a moment. Facebook.com slash Married Movies at Mary W Movies on Twitter. MarriedMovies at gmail.com. That's what you think of the show. What are you looking at me so incredulously for?
3: Because you forgot to mention... um... I
1: do all that shit afterwards. You just don't listen to my plugs. I get the the, the show plugs out of the way before I talk about my personal plugs, like my retro wrestling diary, arcadio.net slash podbloggle, where by this time, I'm into the year 1994. Finally out of the shitty year 1993. And... At your host, Mall38 on Instagram for my show Box and Friends, where we raise money for charity and I show off the many things that I collect. You collect things? Samantha? Yeah, I collect you. It's, uh, Don't
3: laugh at that. It's
1: Tuesday, the uh, wife day. <laughs> are, you,
3: are you trying to make a, a good reference? I was trying to, but I couldn't they remember said, from
1: the, the, the quote you wrote down in your notes. I was trying to remember.
3: Yeah, it's uh, Fridays are for the wives but Saturdays are for the girlfriends.
1: I think it was the oh yeah, yeah 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 I know I'm right. Tell the people at Jam Instagram with your sa-
3: at Jam with your Sam on Instagram.
0: Don't pay any plugs. Uh, by the time we listen to this, h Rap should be close to wrapping up uh, the season. Still figuring out <laughs> our recording situation, but uh yeah rjh rap where we listen to the podcast we have 160 episodes which is like half of the ones on Meredith movies so yeah if you haven't heard it catch up
1: my favorite podcast and i'm on like several of them well i was on several i'm on this one definitely my favorite podcast <laughs> <laughs> samantha any final thoughts before we say goodbye to tope
3: no <sighs> Goodbye, Topher.
0: Goodbye. Okay, final thoughts. Uh, it's really hard to make something that I will watch multiple times. Very there true. are very few things. There aren't even women in this world I would do multiple times. So the fact that Martin Scorsese, none there that's very few. Facts. in in the grand scheme of things, very few. Hey. Be careful. You saw them a little bit. You did a little bit. It's just a little... Oh, I can't do it! <laughs> <laughs> End the show, Mullet. Great movie. I love it. End the show.
1: For Tope and for Sam. Oh, what am I doing? I'm just going to no, have a no. podcast. What the fuck?
3: For a Mullet is, and out a banjo.
1: This is right. Mullet.
3: Signing out for this week's episode of Married in Movies. We'll catch you next time on our couch slash table.
1: Slash the movies. Tope, how many times you go up to a girl and go, hey, when I'm around, drinks are on house. <laughs> no, never. <laughs> never. Maybe that's
2: no. your problem.
1: All right, now. <laughs> now, how many motherfucking mutts oh. have you
0: had sex with? <laughs> Too many to count. Hobagger. Oh,